Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You want to know what's better than one successful woman? Two. First time I had twins on my show. Really? We're the hey. first. The first. Hey. Period. You know <laughs> Bring home a check. Yes. But taking care of home. Absolutely. So, and that's what I feel like as women, especially black women, we can do both. And I realized that it was a formula to how I was thinking. And through that formula, I wanted to help others to navigate their L's and use their loss as lessons. Now, before we hop into today's show, be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Now let's jump into the video. First time I had twins on my show. Really? We're the hey. first. The first. Hey. Period. You know first, first. Maybe the last. <laughs> we'll see how this goes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I, I've been I've been following y'all for for years, known y'all for for years, and I was like, you know what? Now is the time to have you all come on the show. Um, you all are doing some big things. Just signed a, a, a podcast deal uh, with the Revolt Network. Three yeah. shows. Let's just be honest. Three. Three. You know what I'm saying? Each <laughs> yeah. one of y'all got your own show, and then y'all coming together to double dose. Double dose. Double yes. dose. Double dose. Double <laughs> dose. And I was like, yo, I want to get y'all on the show before y'all get too famous and y'all think y'all too big. <laughs> uh, because what I love about, you know, God made y'all to be twins. And what I love about y'all's relationship is not y'all are not keeping y'all's twin selfishness, mm -hmm. like selfishly. Mm hmm what you all do externally actually complements each other. Yeah. You talk about the art of taking L's. Absolutely. And if you don't know how to take L's, it causes stress and anxiety. And you are a doctor in that field, and you're helping people yeah. um, get over anxiety and stressful issues. Mm -hmm. I, I got. I want to start from here and ask a simple question. Um, why? Well, why did you decide to write that book? Why did mm -hmm. you decide to get into that profession? Um, i got to say this, too. Um, Sean is a doctor, licensed, educated <laughs> in that area. Uh, Chanel is one year away from your doctoral, educated. And I'm just like, this is, this, 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 this the Lord, right? Here. <laughs> this you know, the Lord's this doing it. He, he has a hand on <laughs> right. us, I will say that. Okay, then. <laughs> a little arrogant coming out here. <laughs> but, yo, yo, let, let's, let's start with you, uh, Chanel. Um, the Art of Taking L's, you wrote yeah. a book on it. So it thousands of copies, and it's a phenomenal book. What made you write that book? Yeah, so it actually started with a conversation. Um, I was on the phone with a colleague, and he said to me, like, you're always so happy. It, it feels like you never take L's. True. And literally in the back of my head, I was thinking, like, okay, that's weird because I'm literally experiencing one of the biggest L's I've ever experienced before. Mm. Um, I was in my career at the time, and I felt undervalued, and um, it was a, a really pivotal moment in my career. Um, but for some reason, he couldn't sense it on the mm. phone. Um, so after we spoke about it, I went in and I kind of reviewed my thought process on how I was perceiving everything that was happening and how I reacted to the situation. And I realized that it was a formula to how I was thinking. Mm -hmm. And through that formula, I wanted to help others to navigate their L's and use their loss as lessons. Yeah. yeah. So what is what is one? Give me one formula, because we're going to put the book on the art of taking L's. Um, and all their information um, in today's show notes, because you got to get the book. It's phenomenal. 
Uh, but what is one way of taking L's? Because I know me. When I yeah. when I get an L, I get a little emotional. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I get stressed, you know what I'm saying? And it's hard. Mm-hmm. And I don't think people have really understand really understand how to take an L and how mm-hmm. to look at an L. So how are you teaching me? What's one thing to help us take an L? Yeah, so uh, the book is based on practical and biblical principle to help okay. you navigate. Navigate. The so the biblical, absolutely. The biblical is um, just understanding that all things work together for your good. And I know it's cliche, yeah. but when you really grasp the concept that like this thing looks terrible right now, but mm-hmm. it will help you in your future, you'll begin to look at life differently. Yeah. So that's one of the major principles. Oof. When when people come to you, Shonda, you know, I think a lot of people may come to you because they've taken a lot of L's. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They feel like I failed in life. I failed in this relationship. I failed at this. I failed at that. What are you seeing, which I know you can't talk to specific situations because of your license, but as a whole in the industry, let's just talk about in the black community, what are the most common reasons why people are coming to you? I would say mainly people come to my practice due to stress and anxiety, feeling as though, you know, I should be able to persevere through this. I should be able to manage all these stressors with family, life and career and just continue to go on as if, you know, I'm not suffering. Mm -hmm. And I think that that is a mentality that one in the black community is very uh, much perpetuated by white supremacy, of course, um, simply because we were taught that we can't necessarily have emotions, and if we do have emotions, that means that we're weak, which is untrue. Um, Also, in the the faith-based community, I would say that's also reinforced as well, feeling as though we should have to, like, pray it away, or because we're children of God, we don't experience certain things, um, which is a complete lie, and the Bible tells us that. Um, And so, when we adopt these harmful notions, that makes us feel as though, I shouldn't be going through this, I should be able to just persevere through and not necessarily uh, feel the the pain that I'm experiencing, mm. feel the the feelings that I'm having that makes me very much human. Yeah. And so when um, I see people at my practice, my goal is to really normalize these experiences. Mm. Whether you're black, white, Asian, it doesn't matter. We're all going to have these challenges, but it's mm. about knowing how we take the L's and experience exactly. it, feel it first, and then know how to kind of persevere through that. Exactly. You know, y- y- y'all talking good. This is why y'all twins. <laughs> y- y'all both talking good because here, here's my problem with the church. And correct me if I'm wrong, yeah. you know, because y'all have an amazing um, father who is a very well-known um, scholar in the church community, um, and, and love him and look up to him. Um, um, hello, Bishop. Bishop, God bless you, Bishop. <laughs> hey, Dad. Um, hey, Dad. I think sometimes I'm not talking about your church. I'm not talking about your dad because your dad doesn't teach this. But I'm talking about the church in whole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We teach, hey, as long as you got God, all you need is King Jesus. Mm-hmm. And as long as you pray, that's all you need. You don't need to know the art of taking the L's mm-hmm. practically. Mm-hmm. You don't need to go see no Shonda. You, no, no, no. Just go pray, go to church, and that's all that you need. Mm-hmm. While I believe that is the foundation of what we need, we, we do need to pray. We do need to see God's wisdom. You know, uh, but practically... He gave you the calling and assignment to help people mentally process through that. Mm. He gave you the assignment to help walk people through the practical ways on how to move forward and learn from your elves. Mm-hmm. How do we change that within a church community? Like, what what is a conversation needs to be had so the body of Christ, specifically in our age bracket, understands, yes, all we do need is, and, and King, that's not even biblical. Don't even get me go there. That's not even in the Bible. All we need yeah. is King Jesus. Right. 
Uh, because if all we needed was King Jesus, he wouldn't have made Eve for Adam. But I'm not going to go there. <laughs> go there. Uh, I'm not going to go there. Because some of the stuff that we, we, we live on is not even biblical. No. Mm-hmm. You know, see, even some of the songs that we sing in the hymns are not even biblical. Life is full of ups and downs. And when you're at your best, you feel unstoppable, ready to conquer anything that comes your way. However, there are times when life challenges can be overwhelming, making it difficult to be the best version of yourself. You see, that's where therapy can make a significant difference. By working with a licensed therapist, you can uncover the tools and insights needed to empower yourself and navigate life obstacles with confidence. If you're considering therapy, BetterHelp is an excellent choice. With this convenient, flexible, and affordable online platform, you can connect with a licensed therapist who understands your specific needs. Simply complete a brief questionnaire and you'll be matched with a professional tailored to your requirements. Plus, you can change your therapist at any time without any additional cost. Invest into your mental health. Invest into your mental well-being and take the first step towards a more fulfilling life. Right now, you can receive a 10% off your first month by visiting anthonyoneal.com forward slash therapy. Again, that is anthonyoneal.com forward slash therapy. Begin your journey to self-empowerment today. And together, let's get back to the show. They sound good, yeah. but it's not biblical. Like what? Sing something. Nuh-uh. <laughs> That's y'all's gift. That's my, gift. That's my brother's gift. I'm bringing my brother on the show. Let him sing. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, how, what do we need to change? Because people watching right now, they're watching this and they're stressed. Right. They're watching this and they're literally going through an L right now. And I've known you all, and I, I didn't even know y'all were going through stuff. Because you're right, you're always smiling. You know what I'm saying? The only time I hear something from you is when you're sick. <clears throat> But it's like, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, dang, has she ever taken an L? Yeah. But I think sometimes that's good, but then sometimes that can be he- unhealthy as well. Okay. If we're not being honest. Yeah. But there's no way you got a sister staying at home who's licensed in that area right. and ain't talking. Right. So. But let me just say this. Just because you see me smiling, that doesn't mean I wasn't crying earlier that day. Mm, right? So, of mm, course, mm. I'm taking time to process and feel but I'm also not going to allow it to overshadow me or yeah. change who I am. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I like that. I like that. What do we got to change in the church? Like, what does the church need to do differently to bring light to mental health, to bring light to um, really, really accepting the fact we're going to take some L's? You know, you're, you're a speaker and author, and you're traveling around preaching God's word through your biblical stuff. And let's just be real. You're doing a lot through the NFL and the sports area, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, what do we need to do differently in the church to really bring light to healthy understanding of we're going to take some L's, we're going to go through life, and it's okay to see help to get through that season? Mm -hmm. So I'll say step one, and Uh, you can just jump into number two, is number one, normalize it. Like, we should talk about it more. Like, there is no reason why... Um, we shouldn't know about depression. There is no yeah. reason why a Christian should be suffering in silence, right? Yeah. The reason that they do that is because they don't realize that Sister Mary sitting right next to them is also or may have also suffered through Talk depression, yeah. right? So I think um, it comes from talking about it yeah. and having platforms like this, shows like this, writing books about it, having a private practice, the yeah. number one private practice in the United States. Um, she just gave it. I, I did because, you know, it is. <laughs> <laughs> the twins are working. We got a game plan. I like how she said it. Having the front, hold on, wait, wait, wait. Having the, the number, number one. one <laughs> <practice in the laughs> 
Okay. But it, it comes from talking about it, right? Yeah. And, and normalizing it um, in society. So I'll say that's step number one. Yeah. Um, I would say step number two, it starts from the top down. Okay. Right? It starts with our leadership. Ooh. Because we cannot have leadership that continues to reinforce these notions that, as believers, we just we just suffer through it. Yeah. We just pray through it. We just pray preach it through away. it. And granted, yeah, prayer works. I'm a yeah. 100% believer in Absolutely. that. Yeah. But we also have to continue to teach the notion that we're not just physical beings. Yeah. We're not just spiritual beings. We also have a soul. Mm. And our souls, that that's where we house our emotions. Mm. That's where we house even traumas oh. in our souls. And so if we're continuing to push this notion that we're all spiritual and not focusing on the soul, then we're losing out on being able to, to focus on the, the experience yes. and also being able to heal people at that level. Exactly. Um, through modeling, right? Mm -hmm. Showing people that, yes, I have these emotions too. Uh, in the Bible, it talks about how David was depressed. It talks exactly. about how Elijah had suicidal ideations. Jesus. Um, Jesus. In the Garden of Gethsemane. Like, prayed until he experienced great love. <laughs> <laughs> this is the double podcast. I'm like, hold on. I mean, I'm an interviewer. It's like, hey, Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> Listen, because you can't say that name without getting Come excited. Come on. <laughs> ah, Lord Jesus, yo. Listen, y'all are twins for real. Y'all feeding off of each other. <laughs> this is what we did. They completely <laughs> forgot. I'm right across the Sorry. table. <laughs> You can just take a break, Anthony. Right, we got it. Uh, yeah, yeah, we got go it. Y'all go ahead. Y'all going ahead. I'm over here, like, and and, and um, I'm having a good time because what's so funny is. Uh, my good friend Patrice Washington, who is on uh, the number one network, Revolts number two, um, <laughs> the Neatness Network, is so funny. What y'all are talking about is yeah. exactly what she was talking about on our show last month. Wow, oh, I love that. Like we're so. I think she said, "What did she say, CJ?" She said, "We are." We, she said, "It's the soul, uh, self." Is it self-awareness? Yeah. A lot of people are self-aware. Yeah. But we're not soul-aware. That's wow. Good. That's really. And that's just good. to hear y'all saying that. It's like, ooh, y'all got to get on her show. Yeah. Y'all got to get on her show because I think y y all y'all be on there just vibing. Jesus. Yeah, fuller in here. Yeah. Yes. I'm serious because I'm like, that. that is so... Why are we not soul aware, though? I'm curious. Like, what, what's, what makes us drive? to not really connect with our soul. Mm. Who wants to be connected with those like intense, strong emotions? Right. Like I see why people push it away. Mm. Like in, it's an in, avoidance thing. Yes. Yeah. Even in this this current season and what we're going through and experiencing Absolutely. a great loss, um, I can say personally, there were times where I'm like, you know what, I don't want to feel nothing today. I'm going right. to just sit here and color. Mm. But then I have to kind of like, I've been coloring lately, bro. That's mm. how that's, I've been processing. Um, and I've been going to work. Yeah. Work. But somebody pointed out to me, but okay, are, how are you connecting to your emotions right, mm. right now? Because yeah. our emotions can feel so daunting and so overwhelming uh, to the point where we feel as though they're threatening to us. Mm -hmm. But emotions are not threatening. Yeah. Even the most intense emotion that you feel, it, it all provides us some sort of, uh, it all has a purpose. Yeah. Right. Right? So. And that's one thing, too. I'm smiling on the inside watching y'all two now. Mm -hmm. You know, um, y'all recently went through something that I don't know how y'all are doing it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You're sitting here smiling. You're sitting here just vibing off of each other and just loving. And I'm watching God work through you all, helping people on this show when just recently y'all lost your mother, which is one of the most beautiful um, mothers I've ever seen in my life. 
and just really going to the funeral and hearing the good things about it. How? And when I came up there the day one to sit down with y'all, just check up on y'all, y'all, I knew you were hurt, but y'all still had a smile on y'all face. How? Like, was what? where do y'all dig to get that? Mm-hmm. Because people, I'm telling you, I have people call me crying, and they stay in that state for three, six, for a whole year. Mm. Where, where, because I know y'all, y'all are still processing it. Yeah. But y'all are still moving forward. I didn't know you color. I just started. Just started yeah. You said. <laughs> yeah. And you just said you just went into work. Yeah. Hmm. Just started going back into the office. So what I hear is deal with it, but still move forward. Find something that helps you move forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I, I would and say experience it. Yeah, like experience the pain. Wow, I, I cried earlier today. I, I still I <laughs> cry every day, day. every yeah. single day, every day. But one thing Mom taught us is that like there are times where you need to fight, yep. and there are times when you need to feel. Exactly. Yeah. And so you know, providing you that season of feeling it, allowing yourself to to experience whatever it is that you're feeling, that's okay. Mm. But also, you know, understand that we're all here for a purpose. Exactly, mm. and just taking it day by day. That's it. Like, it's, it doesn't have to be a week of fighting. Like, you can fight at 12 p.m. and then feel it at 3 p.m. Yeah. That's okay. Man, man. Um, just recently, uh, I think you flew to Africa. Was it both of y'all who yep. spoke mm-hmm. or just you? Both. Yep. Y'all both spoke. Y'all just spoke in Africa, TEDx. Mm-hmm. Yes. What did y'all speak about? Uh, I spoke on the Success Playbook. Okay. So it talked about um, how to navigate a career field as a woman. Yeah. Yeah. And you? I spoke on parenting in the black community. Parenting in the black community. Yes, it was a thing. Um, talking about how we can, how we need to show up more for our children okay. by validating them okay. and allowing them to express emotion without yeah. suppressing it. Yeah. So. Let's talk about that. Let, let, yeah. Let's, 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 let's talk about that because, hmm. you know, Sean did text me. I think this had to be about a month ago. I think this when you texted me. Probably, yeah. Yeah, she texted me telling me, bro, I need, we need to get on the show. We need to talk. I'm like, what we need to talk about? <laughs> she was like, bro, we need to talk. And she sends me the clip of, you know, my brother, Dr. Bobby. Um, Shout out to said. you, Dr. Bobby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my guy. Love you. Love you, yeah. bro. And uh, she was like, bro, we need to talk because I need to understand exactly what he's saying. I think I understand. I just want to make sure I understand. But when I when I look at you, both of you all are successful, and you just talked about winning as a woman, and you're talking about winning, um, you know, as a parent, and I'm like sitting at this table are two young successful black ladies. Um, happy birthday, happy belated! Your birthday was just a couple of days ago, June 28th. So recently I completed my full estate plan and I'll be real with you, while it was an emotional journey, I can now sleep better knowing my family and loved ones will be taken care of. But did you know that according to a recent study, 60% of African-American adults have life insurance, yet many of those policies may not provide enough coverage to fully protect families in the event of unexpected death. The gap in coverage is a significant concern for black communities as it can lead to financial hardship and jeopardize generational wealth building. And we definitely can't afford that within our particular community. Now more than ever, it's crucial for African-Americans to prioritize life insurance and estate planning. By doing so, you can ensure that your loved ones are well taken care of in the event of your passing 
covering funeral and burial costs, paying off debts and mortgages, and providing income to help them build true and lasting wealth. So I am asking you, please do not leave your family's financial security to chance. I want you to get life insurance today with my friends over at Ethos by visiting anthonyoneal.com forward slash life insurance for a free quote or by clicking the link in today's show notes. I want you to protect your family's future and give yourself a peace of mind knowing that you have life insurance today. Hey, let's get back to today's show. Thank you. Hey, happy birthday to you. Oh, yes. Right. Belated. July 1st. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Thank you for that. Thank you. Um, young, black, successful. You're in a male-dominated space. Yes. You're in the NFL. Yes. Um, leading in that. Um, you have your own business um, leading in that. Uh, your sister says it's number one. You know what I'm saying? It so is. I'm a co-sign yeah. mm-hmm. um, on that mental health. And are you accepting new clients? I am. Okay, yes. cool, great. We can put your link to sign up for that? Yep. Cool, great. So we're going to drop her information in uh, the show notes where you can sign up for that. And let, let's let's go there. How are you winning? And, and I've been to the couple of games, and I watch how you carry yourself. You, you, you're a different Chanel in that area. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't say, because mm-hmm. people say you code switch. I, I don't think it's code switching. I think mm-hmm. you move just a little differently. Okay. You know what I'm saying? It's like when you're around family and friends, you're comfortable. You're, you're Chanel. Mm-hmm. But in there, you even got a different walk. Yes, I do. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I was like, yo, even my pastor and him was like, yo, she, she, she moved. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you move. So how do you, as a woman, yeah. really win, you know what I'm saying, in a male-dominated space mm-hmm. and still be a woman? So one thing that I had to learn early on was how to show up authentically as myself Mm -hmm. and to show up confidently. And it all started um, when I was first in my career um, and I used to wear my my natural hair. Okay. And um, it it was, I I used to get uncomfortable stares and things like that. For real? Yeah. And I also was contemplating on getting braids and I used to go back and forth in my mind like, do I want braids or not? You're cringing right yes, now. Yes. This was a real thing for me. Oh, my goodness. Um, you remember this? He's yes. Like, I'm like, girl, just get them braids. Yes. Like, why? <laughs> but it was literally a back and forth, like, should I get them, should I not? But I had to have an internal epiphany, and the epiphany was, like, if this company does not want Chanel with braids, then they don't want Chanel who can generate millions of dollars of revenue for their company. Mm-hmm. And they don't want industry thought leader Chanel. And mm-hmm. they don't want the Chanel who can walk around with the confidence that you're you're speaking about. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's when I had a switch. And I said, like, okay, I'm going to be authentic from mm-hmm. this day on. And having that experience gave me the opportunity to allow others that came behind me to show up authentically as themselves now. Mm. Like, this was years ago. Now you'll notice that there are a lot more black women in the sport industry. Mm. A lot of them are showing up authentically as themselves, and a lot of them reach out to me, and they thank me for the work that I do. So showing up authentically and having the confidence to do that is my number one. I would say the same. Same thing? Yes. So let's get into something practical, because I would say about 60% of ladies watching me are young um, black ladies, um, either entrepreneur or in a corporate space with half entrepreneur, Mm -hmm. right? And they're struggling with showing up as their authentic selves. How do they do that? What's something like, what is something they need to get over to do that? Yeah, so I would say, again, like, showing up in that 
authentic way that Chanel spoke about, yeah. but also understanding that this isn't necessarily a you problem, yeah, right? This right. isn't necessarily about you having to fit in, yeah. but it's more so about other people and yeah. them having to change the way in which they're looking at you, yeah. um, especially if you're a black woman, because yeah. I think this is something that we experience at a disproportionate rate. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Successful. Do you think this statement is true? That a man cannot find a woman who is successful, got all the degrees, has all the money, and she and be nourishing. What masculine energy, I guess, contributes to success? I, you got to answer that question. Because <laughs> I think, I, me personally, I think that feminine energy helps just as much as masculine energy. Mm. I would think so. Yeah, absolutely. So I think that's number one, a skew concept. But number two, um, we had a great example. I was gonna say, when you grow up with Rella Reynolds, like, like you, you see it. Yeah. No. Like, no. the woman of God was a whole principal she during the day, telling people what to do. Oh, she was running like that? Listen. Yeah. What, what did Mother do? Well, she was in education space. She mm -hmm. was in education for What was she doing years. in education? So she was a teacher for about 30 years, mm -hmm. and then for the last 10, she's been in administration. Wow. So, so yeah, she retired she as a principal. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she was a Mama principal. Mama was a principal. She was a whole principal. Yeah, in Wilmington, Delaware. Running things. Yep. And so Did she come home and run home, though? Sis... Our father runs our home. Okay, then that's Period. all I need to hear. Let's go, Well, look, sis will wake up early in the morning. Early. Five, six o'clock in the morning. Let, let me make tell breakfast. You, Proverbs 31 personified. Period. But go ahead. Make breakfast, run everything at the schools. Come We home. ain't never had a school breakfast a day in our never lives. Never had a school. Mom, never had to. Mom, made wait, wait, Mom was in education and y'all never had a school breakfast? No. We never had to. Never all right, if we to. wanted to be greedy and get, like, some cinnasticks, okay, cool, <laughs> right. Yeah. But, but she, she woke up. To. She woke up early in the morning. She took care of breakfast. Yeah. Took care of dad, whatever, you know, he needed for the day. Came home, made us dinner. Yeah. Like, Mom literally packed our lunches until we were 25. 25. Like, <laughs> y'all was in college. Yes. Mom packed Grad school. Lunch. Listen, grad, grad, school. grad school. And she, I would be like, Mom, you don't have to do this. She, this is this is what I do. Yeah. I'm, like, she, I whole like time she love. Loves yeah. running it. Yes. Like that. Yeah. Bringing home a check. Yes. But taking care of home. Absolutely. So, and that's what I feel like as women, especially black women, we can do both. We can. We don't necessarily have to uh, be in this patriarchal lens where we just adopt. Yeah, we, we no. just have to adopt this notion of being masculine and aggressive in order right. to get work done. No, mm. I can I can show up as you who I am. You can be assertive and feminine. And that's on period. On period. <laughs> Michelle said this is good. She's screaming outside of the studio. This is good, boss. This is good. And I agree. It's good. I have no argument. Every time I watch this, especially especially me being in a money space, I'm like, man, I'm a, I'm, I don't want to be with a woman because she makes a million dollars, or I don't want to be with a woman because she's a doctor and, and or because she's very um, high-end on her career. And I'm like, I'm confused. She's made, if that's my wife, it was made to help me. Right, exactly. I, I'm confused by that. I, I really am. I really am. Could it be an ego thing that some people may experience? Like, their woman can't be successful. They can only be the, the only successful person in the household? Mm. I, I think it starts from, not starts, I think it comes from, and I hate this because me and Patricia talked about this, right? Uh, but it's like, I think sometimes, man, we struggle with our ego and our pride. Mm. And I will say this respectfully. 
I think 50% of it is because men are not around strong men. But in mm. today's culture, ladies are actually helping with that as well. Okay. Saying, that, oh, no, nah, I will look down on a man who doesn't make as much money as me. Mm. Because I want to look up. I want to learn from. Mm -hmm. And if he's making less than me, I can't look up and learn from. Mm. So I think some men are like, oh, yeah, no, nah, she won't be able to look up to me and value me. I don't want my wife to look up to me. I just want my wife to respect me. Yeah. Right, exactly. And I, I think that's how it should be, though, too, right? So I, I think the notion that, like, my man has to make a certain amount or have this type of job in order for me to be with him or, or, or for me to respect him, I think that's very problematic. And it goes into that transactional relationship yeah. territory, yeah. which can become sort very much... too. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it, to me, that's very problematic. In your profession, who do you see more, honestly, men or women? I see a mix of, but well, I would say right now more women. More women. Women and girls. Women and girls. Yeah. Do men have a problem submitting? Not submit. Well, yeah, it is submitting. Submitting to your expertise mm. in your field. I've had experiences like that. Why? Like what? What from your education? Mm -hmm. Why do you think we have a problem with that? From my perspective, mm -hmm. sometimes. It is, it is difficult for men in general to mm -hmm. be vulnerable, it right? Is. Especially with a woman, right? Yeah. Um, and so if they don't, if we don't have that level of rapport yet or they don't feel like they can trust me yet, yeah. they're going to be very much guarded okay. in terms of, like, what information they share with me. And sometimes it's, I feel as though it's a, a test, like, how much can I trust her with or can mm -hmm. I push this person to this limit to see how they'll respond to me? Yeah. Um, so, it, yeah, I don't necessarily think it's a me thing or a them thing. I think it's a systemic yeah. thing. Yeah. It yeah. is hard for men to be vulnerable. Yeah. Sarah Jacobs was on my show, and I told her that. I said, it's, it's hard for me to be vulnerable. Because mm -hmm. I don't know, as a man, who I can trust right. with my vulnerability. Right, right. And once I am open, that is the, that is the hardest hurt that I can experience as a man. Mm -hmm. You could talk about me, and I don't know you. I don't care. Mm -hmm. But it's the ones who I love, it's the one who I open up to, that if they say and did something to me, it it, it will hurt. And I know that, so I'm like, mm -hmm. I'm gonna be, be quiet, yeah. I'm gonna be silent. Cause I don't wanna get hurt. Yeah. But I'm also learning, I'm also learning too, men not being vulnerable, we're passing that down to our kids. Yes. Mm -hmm. And we're passing down generational trauma that our kids should not be yeah. experiencing. Which is why I think what both of you all are doing and what both of you all are talking about on Double Dose, on your podcast, I've had a chance to be on your podcast. Yeah. Uh, none of yours. <laughs> wow, really? <laughs> I just want to say that. You know what I'm saying? Doc had me on her show. We'll get you on. She was like, bro, bro, come through. I'm like, dang, what about my other girl? You know what I'm saying? I'm not too, I'm, I'm not good enough for, you know what I'm saying, Chanel, but Chana was like, no, bro, come through. That was a dope show too, though. Yeah, it was. It was a dope show. It was yeah. a dope show. Um, and and I love what you all are building. And so when it comes to Double Dose Podcast, right, what are we getting from you all? What are y'all talking about? Yeah, so we talk about faith, business, career, life, yes. all the things. Yeah. Oh, they're talking about money? When you come on, we'll talk right. about money. You can bring in that aspect. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be two podcasts. <laughs> We're just missing one. What's the name of your podcast? The Success Playbook Podcast. Okay. Okay. And what are you talking about on that podcast? So, All Things Success, of course, um, it draws from my career of 10 years in the sports industry. Yeah. Um, talk a little bit about sports, but more so about career navigation, personal development, all okay. that good stuff. 
Cook Ray. Your name of your podcast? Paging Dr. Shonda. Dr. Shonda. <laughs> Doc! <laughs> and that's a dope one. And you're talking about ment everything around mental health. Mental health, uh, the black community, the faith-based community. It's a combination all of, of all of it. All of it, all of it, all of it. And we're going to drop all of their information in the show notes, all their podcasts. Uh, y'all see how, like, they took over the show. This is our show. This is our show now. They gave y'all a snippet of what the double dose is going to be. You know what I'm saying? They may even forget that the camera is there. They're just going to talk to each other and just, y'all may even see a praise break of uh, the podcast, which is why I wanted to get them on because I just love uh, their energy, their realness. Um, they love God, but they are also um, entrepreneurs at heart. They love helping and serving people. And so I want to do that um, and just really give them love and get them on the show. When it comes to the black community, one thing each, what is one thing y'all want to see change in the black community? Hmm. Change. Yeah. Or get better. Okay. That's a good question. I never asked this yeah, question before. Yeah, it is. Before. Yeah. I would say for me, uh, the ability to express ourselves unapologetically. Mm. Um, oftentimes we might remain guarded mm -hmm. for fear of how other people might perceive us, whether that's, you know, from sadness or even anger. Yeah. Um, but allowing ourselves to be vulnerable, yeah. feel as humans and, and not feel like we're going to be policed because of the emotions that we're experiencing or labeled as uh, delinquent. Or, so good. Yeah. So good. Yeah. So I'm a, for those who don't know, I'm a diversity and inclusion practitioner yeah. uh, for an NFL team. Um, so me personally, I like to advocate or I do advocate for historically marginalized groups. I would love to see uh, black people continue to thrive in the sport industry. Mm -hmm. um, by statistics, you know, the numbers in the front offices are off, yeah. right? So I would love to see more black people taking up space and being in leadership roles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Both of them are highly sought after speakers. Um, and so um, it, if you're having a conference, young adult conference, corporate conference, um, I would encourage you to uh, check them out. Um, I know they speak together, they speak separately. Um, they're not cheap, but they're not too expensive neither, you know, and they will bless you. I mean, they, I, I've seen them both just move and operate um, and bless a community. So we'll drop all the information um, in the show notes. I think the main reason for y'all to come on the show and thank you all both so much is because with me, I value being financially free, mm -hmm. right? I want all of my people watching this show. Um, some people say, well, what does that do with money? Everything. If you don't know how to learn from your L, yeah. you're going to stay in the L area. Mm -hmm. yeah. And if you don't know how to take that loss, I think you're going to stay lame. And, and, and you will not be able to learn from that loss to gain something from it. Mm -hmm. right? And I've made so many mistakes with my money. And I've had so many losses with my money. But I say, you know what? It was a loss, but I learned something from it. Mm -hmm. And so now let me embrace what I've learned and go make some money from it. Absolutely. I've been stressed. I've been depressed. And it impacted my money. Mm -hmm. And I, I'll be honest, you know, when um, y'all know, when I transitioned from Ramsey, um, I was depressed internally uh, for even for like, I'll say up to six, seven months when I moved here. You remember? J yeah. January of last year. Mm -hmm. I was depressed internally. But I played, like y'all, externally, 
I was smiling at like everything was good. Mm-hmm. And because I didn't really admit that to my therapist, mm-hmm. you know, I was making some 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 decisions that wasn't horrible, but it was impacting the growth of my company. Mm-hmm. And and when I look at what you two are doing and I love the Double Dose podcast is because y'all are bringing that to light. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, we're going to have L's. We have more L's coming. How do we deal with those L's? We are going to feel stressed. We're going to have anxiety. We're going to feel a little bit of depression coming on. But if you're sitting down with someone like Shonda and you're learning how to cope with that stuff and see those triggers ahead of time, you can address it. And if you can address the L's, if you can learn how to have a successful playbook, if you can get around a therapist and really help you process that, life is better. Relationships is better. Your money is better. Because if you don't address that stuff, you're spending money just because you're trying to hide something. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you just let me go. Let me go buy uh, this rather than address the issue. Let me cover it up with spending money. The next thing you know, when you're a, when you're better, you regret spending that money. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because like, dang, I, I lost out on that relationship, or dang, I made a bad decision, and I didn't go see help. Now I spent a thousand dollars over here when I shouldn't have done it. Now you have two issues. The issue at heart, mm-hmm. and then the issue at hand because you didn't deal with your heart. Yeah. Mm. And so that's why I really wanted them on the show. Which camera at, CJ? This one or that one? Yeah. This one right here? That's why I really want y'all on the show. We got all kind of cameras around here. I don't know what to do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, and, and here is the thing, you guys. Every show that I have, if you really listen, it comes back to your money. Mm-hmm. Every show. Every show every show and I had to get them on to give y'all a double dose at the same time but I think we're bringing them back on to do one-on-ones too one-on-ones because uh, the energy was just too much for me <laughs> <laughs> you love it oh I yeah, love it I mean that's why I brought it because I know it's going to be dope <laughs> it's going to be different and I, I mean I know y'all personally so I just not oh okay they're they going to bring some energy that I have not had on the show before exactly. this has never happened I mean, you're we've welcome. had three. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. We've had three, what, three, four people on the same from the same podcast and stuff, and great shows, great shows, great shows. But the energy wasn't there. But I think just a bond that God. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, He knew what he was doing. When he formed y'all in your mother's room. For sure, he did. Who's older? By how long? One minute. One minute. Mm-hmm. But y'all, y'all, mama a G. <laughs> mama, you a G, mama. <laughs> and Bishop, man, we love you at the Neatness Network, man. We we love you. Um, just love your heart, sir. Love what you've built. Um, and I've been at different churches. And uh, they know your name. That's a dope father. Dope mother. I ain't know mama was waking up at 4 o'clock, though, to do all that. Look at God. This was up early. Up early. <laughs> but all them brothers saying, you can't do all that. She can't. I'm like, mama was waking up that early. And going to school and running things. Running it. And then coming back home. This is too similar to what me and Patrice was talking about. Because mm. Patrice joined the network, and she tried to, she, I, caught, I tried to play her a little bit, and she got me back real quick. You know what I'm it. saying? And she was like, because we had a call. And I didn't make the call on time. And when I got on the call, she was running things. But then when I got on the call, she got quiet. Mm. That's a strong woman. Mm-hmm. She, I think a strong woman knows when it's time to run. Yep. And then when it's time to fall back. Yep. 
Y'all all right with me. <laughs> Y'all all right with me. Yo, listen, we're going to drop all the information in today's show notes, you guys. Hey, listen, um, if uh, you want to really learn how to art, how to really deal with taking L's, because you're going to take L's, um, if you really want to get the Success Playbook, I want y'all to get with uh, Chanel's book we're going to put in today's show notes, uh, Dr. Shonda. She's accepting clients. I would definitely tell you this, though. Uh, she is, like, full. So if you want to get some help, uh, we're going to drop it in there, uh, drop the link, go get um, a session, check her out, try her out. You know what I'm saying? To see if y'all a good fit. We'll drop all the information in today's show notes, and we'll see you in the next show. Peace out. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.